Okay, so after you came out of, you know, the the main part of the the health situation you went through, um, and then you said that inspired you to, you know, help teach people and help other people, you know, invest in your projects. Um, what made you get that idea? Besides the fact, you know, you said your wife, yeah. you know, she didn't have to worry about it, but why? You could have went a different road. You could have went, hey, you know what? I'm going to go on vacation <laughs> or I'm going to take a break. Gonna stop. Yeah, I'm going to just stop because that's probably what I would have done. Honestly, it's like I need to take a step back and reevaluate everything after almost dying. What made you decide to go the other way? So, you know, I think it, it's important to know that I didn't have a moment where it was like this was horrible. Oh, I'm OK. Like, yeah, but I was always, I, I mean, I'm in, I, I, I carry around a backpack full of meds. So like it, that never uh, happened to a point where it was like full on pondering, right. Different things like that. What really had happened was I had been in the hospital for so long. Yeah. Um, it, it it's weird because I remember looking out at the hospital and I've been in there for so long. It, like all these people were out and they were laughing. They were having fun, everything else like that. And it was just a moment of like, holy crap. Like I really don't matter. Yeah. Like I could have just died, been gone and nothing would have changed. Yeah. Nothing. Right. Like it would have scarred my children or my family. And of course people would have mourned and then got over it and lived their life. Right. Um, but Yeah. It, it was fine. And so I, I totally came to grips and was okay with, first of all, dying. And I wished that I would have and uh, realizing there's things that are way worse than death. Um, and also to the fact that it just don't matter that much. Um, and so when I was in my wheelchair and I was sitting there, I had lots of time sitting in the wheelchair. This is the only time I could get out in the hospital and, uh, and looking out, it, it became very clear. There's only two ways out of this. It's you, you leave and you are, you, you become AJ in the wheelchair mm -hmm. or you become AJ something else. And I'm not talking about walking, whether I walked again or not, that's not what I mean. Mm -hmm. It was mean who I was. And I knew that if I didn't do anything and if I waited, that's who I would become. And that to me was terrifying that I would become that it would become me. It would. And, um, because that's honestly what happens to most people that go through what I did. Their divorce rates are astronomical bankruptcy. They can't hold jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, suicides obviously are extraordinarily high. And so it was a moment where I think I just had to decide like, is this my new life? Is this who I am or am I, going to be somebody else. And um, so I said, I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to be somebody else. I guess what advice would you give to someone who I'm sure you've gotten this question a lot, but they're going through something in life and maybe it's small, but they feel like they can't beat it. Yeah. Um, so first of all, I think that it, that's okay. That happens to everyone. 
right? It happens to all of us all the time. And your emotions, your emotions are telling your brain something and it makes it reality. It it still happens to me, right? And it, it even happens more the further away I get from the accident. And you have to make a conscious effort and, and point to, to stop. So first of all, I say, let it okay. So make it okay. You're upset. You're like, I'm trash. I'm whatever it is. I can't get out of this. I'll never be anything. All right. Accept it. Give yourself time. Morn, get it out. Okay. All right. You're going to have one night. Go sit on the couch, eat brownies. Yeah. Just tell yourself how much everything sucks. Right. And then stop mm-hmm. and say, okay, great. You got that out of your system. Now, reality check. That's simply not true. Like, that's, that, that, that's not reality, right? That is mm-hmm. completely made up in your brain. Um, this isn't the end all. Uh, we have a comfort crisis in the United States. So we are so comfortable that little things just throw us through a haywire. Little things we act as if that is a lion killing us in the savannah. Yeah. And it's not. It's not how it works. So we have a comfort crisis in the United States. So go through it, get the emotions out, but then say, all right, you're done. You had it. Move on. And um, then move on. But have that conversation with yourself. Accept and let it be okay. Have the motions. Let it take over you. Let you get it out. But then give your, you, you have a time, do it. Then you got to stop. And then you got to move on. And one of the biggest things that I think people lose track of in that for me, when I was in the hospital, I couldn't do anything. Like people bathed me with towels. They rolled me over on my side as I lied there and bathed me. I could not go to the bathroom. I couldn't do anything else. I sat there and they changed sheets. They lifted me up, put me back down. They scrubbed me down and it was, I lied naked in a bed. There was, uh, I I lost all pride. Um, I lost all sense of, um, I am strong or I, nah, crap's all gone. Right. Your ego died. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, I, I'm, I, I am less than dead at this point. I am yeah. literally a liability, right? Yeah. And um, it was uh, it, like, I have to remember that and I have to keep that in mind because what it did is it taught me that nothing, first of all, can be done without other people. And also, you just, you can't do everything. And yeah. you never can, you never will. And that's fine. And yeah. people are like, you know, oh, well, I'm just not talented. And you're like, Okay. Like, I, I don't, what do you, what do you want to say about that? Like, yeah. so who cares? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You got to get over yourself. 